Welcome back to the Encore presented by Game On Sports. Tim, Lauren, JD, and I, we have Matt Nay with Rex and Kev, the owners, up next to break down their not only amazing run from the number two seed into the final four, but to give us a little insight and background story of how they got started, where the idea came from, and where it transformed into what it is now on Main Street in Buffalo right next to Shays. Uh, we're going to break down the matchups they had, what it took to get to where they are, and what do they need to do to beat Casey's BlackRock in the final four. Be sure to follow us at Game on Buffalo on Facebook, Twitter, and across all social media platforms. their shop, two-man shop running, and they've done a fantastic job and something completely different in the city that there is the only bar like it in the city. And I think that's what's going to separate themselves from everyone else. Yeah, I've actually had like family, friends and stuff like that. They're like, hey, what's a cool place to go to downtown? Like when we go to like a Shays show yep. or something like that, I'm like, go to matinee, do it. Yep. And every single time they're like, thank you for that recommendation. That I love that place. Oh, it's... I, I, it's a great place, so I'm looking forward to when they jump on to tell their story because <clears throat> they have it, you know, for a two-man shop, two guys bartending, owning, and doing everything. And they're actually, when they jump on, you'll hear that today's their uh, – here he is. There's Rex. What's going on, man? He's connecting audio. Yeah, he's connecting. But uh, what's uh, we have Rex jumping on. I think we're going to have Kev jumping on too. Love yeah. the background. You like that? I forgot that was from my last Zoom call too, so I forgot I even had that up there. <laughs> <laughs> no it's sweet. i said we'll wait we'll give some minutes and tim tim just stepped away for a second we'll wait for kev to jump on but i was kind of going to brief a uh, brief rundown of uh, how you know interesting you guys got started your story and congratulations today of what four years right today four years man yeah and i know it's crazy i woke up today and got all those uh facebook and uh, instagram like memories and stuff from it and just throwing ourselves back to four years ago it's just crazy to think about all this so much has happened in four years, you know? Yeah. So it's really cool, man. We're really stoked. It's such a weird time to have a four-year anniversary with the last <laughs> three being a lot more, a lot bigger of a party, but hey, what are you going to do, you know? Exactly. Everyone's in the same boat, so it really doesn't feel too crazy, but no, but being able to still do once a week to still be open for now, it's helping us pay rent. So hopefully we can get through these couple of weeks and maybe months of doing something like that and then just get right back into keeping mm -hmm. the vibe going and having a good time. Oh yeah. I miss just having all of our buddies hanging out, man. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Brandon, did you run down their, uh, their website and stuff yet or not? Uh, no, I was just, I was going to wait for uh, Rex. So obviously this Rex Kev's going to be jumping on too. So I was going to, yep, yeah, I texted him at four thirty-five and said four forty-five. So maybe he's getting situated. 
but he should be on it soon. I know what 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 you were telling me. It sounds like he lives like what Amish. He doesn't uh, no technology. <laughs> he doesn't have anything. You're <laughs> yeah. No, he uh, he just got Zoom like a couple of days ago. Just, he's been trying to just stay away from like social media and stuff for a little bit, just because he has the opportunity to. So he's like, huh. you know what? I'm gonna go play some video games, hang out at the house. We said too, we haven't really had any time off in four years, and here we are having like a whole month of trying to figure out what to do, and we have no other. There he Ten. is. What's going on? What's going on, Kev? Kev's in the house. <laughs> I'm here. I made it. Nice, dude. Wow. Um, no, I said, uh, so we have, uh, obviously, Tim, myself, JD, and Lauren. Um, Rex and Kev, I appreciate you guys jumping on and you're going to kind of run down, run down your matchups, you know, how you defeated the competition going into the Final Four. Um, but before we get started, I wanted to uh, definitely – let everyone know how they can reach out to you guys. Uh, MatineeBuffalo.com for the website, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's at MatineeBuffalo. Um, they're at 698 Main Street, Buffalo, New York, which is if you're staring at Shays to the right, uh, down the street a little ways. And this is Rex and Kev. Um, and we appreciate you jumping on. Um, and I'm going to have Lauren kind of run down your competition. You do a brief synopsis of what you thought about the competition going in. And then um, definitely want to talk about your place, how you guys got started and uh you know what do you have going on right now during these times but lorna who's their first who they take down in the first round yeah in round one they took down skybar skybar guys hey, i mean that we that didn't know what to expect <laughs> <laughs> i haven't been so, to skybar in a long time <laughs> yeah same i i so my experience at skybar each year is uh they do a beer blast for the muni AAA baseball league so during like uh, when they do Taste of Buffalo, they always have this huge beer blast up there in the middle of the day. It's beautiful and uh, packs it. And people love Sky Bars. So it's not like you guys had any easy competition for any of these bars that have been downtown. Yeah, seriously. It's funny. I actually almost worked at Sky Bar for a night. I was the Labatt Blue Bear for a little bit. The Matt for inside scoop. Oh. And uh, my next uh, – my next job was to go to Sky Bar, and I kind of had it after that point. <laughs> people jumping over me, and I'm right, back so, and trying to take pictures with the Labatt Blueberries. So I was like, "Yeah, I don't think I'm going to do it." But yeah, it turned into. Uh, so you did it one night, it. then one night, then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would have worked for Sky Bar, so it would have it would have been a little awkward for the competition. But hey, it's cool. Well, uh, segues well into the next round because you uh, took down the Bat Brew House in the second round you know what that's very ironic i can i completely forgot <laughs> yeah, yeah i should have i should have dm them and let them know who they're up against <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. up against the bear man <laughs> yeah like come on i'm your mascot are you gonna really do this to me <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, yeah, but no, what no, you could have no, done no, is you could have dressed up as the bear and said vote matinee you're absolutely right. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, unfortunately, I had to get rid of the uh, uniform. I had to send it off to the next bear, whoever they were going to be. So you never know. It's expensive it to make it. those mascots. It, yeah, that it was warm. It was in the summertime when I did it too. So it was. Uh, they told you they would pay you a lot, but by the time you got your check and everything, it was kind of just like, all right, I don't know if that was worth it. But hey, <laughs> I get to tell a little stupid story here and there. So. <laughs> Well, moving on to the um, Sweet 16, you guys then went up against uh, Big Ditch, which was a yeah. good, big win. Yeah, we didn't know what to expect for that either, honestly. Because, uh, I mean, all these places on there, before we opened that day, I mean, we pretty much frequented all of them. So, 
I dig a little bit of everything from everyone, but it's just really cool. And it's, it's, it's an honor to really have so many people back us up like this. I mean, we've been just me and Kevin the entire time we've opened. We haven't had any employees. It's just been the two of us. So for us to still make it this far and still have the people on our back and to be able to like go through something like this and have support, it's really cool. It's, it's something that we think about and talk about often. So we're really thankful and we're really grateful for all the people and fans and friends and family that help us out along the way. It's like such a dream come true, honestly, from such a time when we started thinking about could this even be a thing to where we're at now? It's just incredible to really look at that timeline, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And then even going to the Elite Eight, you took down Founding Fathers, another big uh, staple bar in oh, the yeah. city. That is the staple. Like that is a huge, huge win. I mean, everyone oh, yeah. knows Founding I mean, Fathers and for you guys to take them down was huge. Yeah, Kevin, I actually had a ton of conversations at Founding Fathers about opening that in A, too. So <laughs> there's probably some videos on our phone somewhere talking about it, but that's in the uh, behind the scenes exclusive. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it was walking distance. No, I mean, a couple of drinks and then uh, head back and put it to work. Exactly, yeah. The matinee upcoming 30 for 30. What if I told you? <laughs> what if I told you? <laughs> that matinee was started at the bar, and four years later, we take them down. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. Or ascension, ascension to Buffalo's elite bar. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the kind of segue right into what you were saying. Can you kind of do a rundown of how you guys got started? And what and definitely dive into the theme that you guys put on because as I mentioned before, there's there's no other place like this in Buffalo. Uh, you guys separated yourself and gave someone a destination of to go to. Uh, if it's not with the old black and white movies playing, the beer selection, the setup you guys have. So if you want to dive into that a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Um, the whole concept of matinee was to have a place to go to uh, before or after a show. So what we wanted to do is one of the reasons we named it matinee uh, was because obviously matinees happen in the daytime and we're a nighttime bar. So we figured if we name it matinee, that would be the only matinee after 6 p.m. And uh, it shortly caught on as like a joke in a sense because people always said like, hey, you should be open in the afternoon and in the daytime. But the whole point of us was so we can have that name after hours while everybody else uses it for like shows and stuff in the daytime. So huh. uh, we sort of started off with that, came up with the concept. The place we're in now used to be a coffee shop. Uh, we went there a couple times and we were hanging out there and we just joked around and we were saying like, hey, this would be cool if you could drink alcohol here, have some beers or like hang out. So we really wanted to show like a coffee shop kind of loungy hangout vibe and more like uh, zoned in on people with conversation and not necessarily like the cheap shots and stuff because uh, we don't even serve liquor. We just do beer and wine and uh, ciders and stuff. So our thought process was with the two of us, we can kind of handle the crowd if we do it that way and we can still uh, have good conversation and get people really involved with like the neighborhood and the shows going on. And we're really cool with a lot of the local theaters and the local actors and stuff. So it's really cool to have that uh, camaraderie and kind of, communication in the in the neighborhood we're in and it really helps just to kind of spread the word out man a lot of them are very loyal and very thankful for uh us being there and vice versa we really like can't do it without those guys too and our customers so i'm just excited that we came up with an idea and just really talked about it day by day and thinking hey like if we really did start this like we have kind of all the eggs in the right basket should we just go for it and uh, i think it was like a couple weeks of us really saying the same things over and over again until we finally just said let's just do it let's put our money together and do what we know best buy an old coffee shop and kind of just transform it little by little into what we know we can do 
uh, and then shortly but surely turned into matinee and the whole entire experience. So, yeah, it's crazy. It's definitely one of those have a couple conversations with your buddy over a couple drinks and look what can happen, you know what I mean? It's pretty crazy. It's definitely a bar that appeals to a wide range of ages as well. Um, I know like my in-laws who are in their 50s love coming to your place. They love trying new beers and tasting different things and just the whole environment that you guys have established there is just really cool. So based on that, what is the most unique thing that you guys found in having there? Because a lot of different like items on the walls and stuff like that. Uh, If you guys could talk to that a little bit. Yeah, um, a lot of the stuff was donated to us when we first opened, once we started telling the community what we uh, were starting to do. So Shays donated a lot of the theater posters. Uh, my family went to a lot of theater productions uh, when I was growing up, so they had like a bunch of posters and stuff. Some of them are signed, some of them are just vintage, and uh, just that kind of like solid you know, theater shows that everyone knows about, Les Miserables, Chicago, stuff like that. Um, so we started putting those on the wall, and little by little we started putting the pieces of the puzzle together. And we started figuring like, hey, we don't really know what we want to do, but we kind of have an idea. So we're just going to start with what we know and then mold into that whole entire environment. And uh, it's been really cool to just see it unfold, you know. So um, we have things from I used to travel on the road. I was a roadie for a little bit, did merchandising for a bunch of bands. Uh, So we have a couple of things from that, too, that we took along the way. Uh, I've been able to see a bunch of little like 50 capacity venues around the country. And a lot of matinee has to do with a little bit of what our favorite places in these different cities are, but all put into one inside of Buffalo too. So it's got a really, it's really eclectic. It's really, you know, kind of, we're just geared towards that good time and that good feel for everybody. We really don't care who you are, as long as you have that same exact idea and outlook on where you want to be and how you want to get there. So there's been countless nights of people with conversations of, you know, someone's writing a play and needs the playwright to finish it for them or needs a couple actors and they're just sitting at the end of the bar. So they start a conversation and, you know, we've seen so many new relationships grow from it. And that's what keeps us going too. Is just that like, holy crap, like not only did we start something that works for us, but like it's helping out a lot of other people in that industry. And uh, just hearing the feedback from a lot of our customers and stuff, it's just so cool that we didn't realize this is what was going to happen when we first started. But because it is, we're trying to embrace it and just keep it going and keep that feeling going because that's what feels really good about operating our stuff. Man, We're really prideful and, and really proud about the stuff that we do and the people that have joined us and the people that have taken along and stuff. It's just so, it's an honor, man. It's really cool. It's really fun. Yeah, one of my favorite things that we ended up uh, putting together was the bar top because uh, it's outfitted with a bunch of old stage plots from Studio Arena that we actually found in this building. And uh, it's pretty much like an art piece to us. And it's uh, if you ever stop in, take a look, and it's pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, with what you were saying, uh, Rex, about the relationships being built there, I mean, I started going in there, just going in there, and now you guys become really good friends of mine. Um, I had my engagement party at your place. I, uh, I met the magician uh at your place and he ended up uh doing magic at my wedding at your uh, wedding so, yeah i remember that yeah it's uh mul- yeah multiple uh multiple connections there so you guys have an amazing place and i think it's just amazing uh what you guys have done and in just the two of you and that it's it's awesome and i i it doesn't surprise me that you guys are in the final four i mean your voting has been outrageous and the support yeah. that people have brought out but um one a, a question i have is you've probably watched hundreds of silent movies. What is your favorite one that you guys put on? Like what is your go-to favorite silent movie that you guys play? 
Well, that's a tough question. We definitely go through, uh, I think we go through, you know, every month we kind of go for an old school artist. So a lot of the times we watch like the Buster Keaton stuff, the Harold Lloyd, uh, the Charlie Chaplin, like the old classics. But then we've started to dive into other things like uh, Charlie Chase and like people that aren't really well known, but known enough to some. So uh, we're trying to do that too, is as we're learning these old black and white movies, so are these people that have come in and haven't even seen or thought of like a silent movie in years, if ever, you know? So um, I would say like, I'm a big Buster Keaton fan. I think it's funny. They bring a lot of the comedy and a lot of the stuff you see in movies nowadays really spawns from these old movies. So you can sit there and have a beer and then watch an hour of old black and white films and see like, oh, Dumb and Dumber was made because of everything that Harold Lloyd and Buster Keaton did. A uh, funny fact too, Dumb and Dumber, their names are Harold and Lloyd and their inspiration was Harold Lloyd for most of that movie. So it's really cool to see how we really started to learn and engage ourselves more into that once we open. Because like we figured that people have um, devices nowadays. You have your own phone in your pocket. If you want to check the scores of a game, of a football game or something, uh, you don't really necessarily have to go to a sports bar anymore. You can kind of see it as it goes, depending on what you're following. So we figured if anyone wanted sports and stuff, there's a ton of bars that do that. And then you could also just do it on your phone when you're hanging out at the bar anyways. So we figured to get people into uh, engaging into another conversation, we wanted to just kind of break the ice and throw other things on there. And, you know, we have a constant rotation of music that goes with it and it's always different too. So um, you can see the same black and white movie a couple of times, but with different music and a different element, it really does make a difference. And it kind of helps engage on those conversations that get a little bit deeper than just something talking about what's on the news or what's going on in the world. So yeah, it's really cool to put those pieces of the puzzle together that we didn't realize we had. And then once we're starting to build and keep going, the next step is just to constantly enhance the place. Uh, and that's where we started to figure things out was, okay, we have a beer bar. We have over a hundred different beers at a time. We have a lot of theater and actor people in here. That's like our majority, our regular crowd. But there's still are people that just, you know, neighborhood folk or people that don't want to go to a bar that just serves shots and has really loud music. We kind of like tone it down a lot in that sense. So um, it really, when we first opened, we just did the beer and wine because that's all we could afford at the moment. The liquor license was a lot more expensive. So we started doing that and that's what kind of molded us into more of the craft beer bar is we just really enjoyed that element instead of focusing on like cocktails and drinks and again it's just the two of us so it's it's really we built a business that's easy for the two of us to put all of our 100 percent into it and we know that based off of knowing each other for over 18 years uh we can just piggyback off of each other and use the chemistry and kind of keep that growing too because it really is you know there's slow nights that you got to be prepared for and then those really busy nights and we have figured out a healthy balance between the two uh, which just makes everything kind of go around and, and constantly have a good vibe there. You know, it's, you don't always get that. We just have a lot of people that come in with smiles and good stories. And it's, it's something that we both need. And a lot of the people that come in there need as well, just to kind of relax and to talk about everything going on in the world. It's, it's really cool. Oh no, definitely. And I said, keep it going guys. Uh, you're voting. I, I have one. Thing. Yeah, no yeah. problem. Go on. So the one thing that I always find uh, remarkable about, going to matinee is uh every time i go in there you know i don't know what i'm looking for or maybe i'm trying to look for something different and i'll even just throw out like 
oh, you know, I'm looking for maybe a porter. And then you guys behind the bar, just like, I got exactly what you're looking for. Or maybe you tried this one. Like your guys' knowledge of your beer list. Like you said you have 100 beers at a time. But just to be able to think like, oh, on the, you know, a dime of, hey, this is what I think you should try. Or here's like five different options for you. And it's really cool. It's just a fun place to go if you're looking to try something different that you most of the time can't find anywhere else. Like I know the last time I was there and I've probably ordered it every time that I've gone in to go and buy from you guys was the Forbidden Dreams IPA. And I just yep. said, you know, I'm kind of feeling an IPA. I, I like this style. And you're like, I know exactly what I'm going to get you. Gunner's daughter, man. I've been yeah, ordering I was gonna say, right, stop. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, that is cool. It, it, it's something that we took pride in. Before we opened the bar, Kev used to be a bartender and I used to be a chef. Um, so I've worked in all different elements of the background of in the kitchen, uh, anywhere from being a cook to being a chef, but also in front of the person that you're cooking for. Um, so I started to figure out that I really like the interaction with people more than anything. So I like the cooking and the culinary industry. That's my background. But I really appreciated having the good conversation with people. Um, and I always thought to just think of something that reminds me of the person that I'm talking to. So when we started doing the beer and wine and stuff in matinee, uh, people would come in and it would be one or two times when they'd come in and, and tell us what they're into that we'd start to really connect with that. Uh, and then honestly, when we're out of work, me and Kev talk a lot too. Um, so we'll go beer shopping and we'll go find these things and we'll say, hey, you know, Tim was just talking about how much he liked this IPA. If we get something new, this would be something he'd be into. Like, oh, Brandon's into the Gunner's Daughter. He likes peanut butter stouts. So maybe he would like another stout that we can get from this company that's going to be hard to find. So it's actually a fun game for us, too, because when we're out there hand selecting these beers and picking them out, we can really, like, get excited before it even happens. But when the next time you guys come in, we can say, like, hey, we've been waiting for this. Like, we found this for you. What do you guys think? So it's a game for us and for you guys, too, to play of, like, it's just cool, man. It's like people looking out for each other, people having a good time and everyone deserves to have that treatment, you know? So we feel like we can open that up for a lot of people. If, if they respect what we have to do, then we can obviously respect what they have to do. And it goes both ways. It feels really good to be a part of something that can actually have a positive outlook on numerous things like that, you know, not just the enjoyment of having a drink for the night, but being able to get something out of a good conversation or, you might know, we've had a bunch of people, like you said, engagement parties. We've had um, people that straight up asked us if they could do baby showers. We've had a person ask if they can get married on our stage during curtain up. And it's like, this is crazy. Like, we're just two guys that started a business that, <laughs> you know, we don't really know how to handle these things at some points until you go through the, the motions of it. But it's like, it's so fun and so cool to be a part of it, man. We're so happy. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, what do you so Go on, Tim. I was going to say, I just, the location that you guys have too, just the, like where it is on main street, I think it's just, it's perfect. You know, it's those spots, you know, are not always easy to come by. So just where you guys were able to set up shop and everything is really cool for what you're going for. Oh, thanks man. Yeah. It's a, it's a building that's six stories too. So fortunately we've been in this building. It's a rehearsal space for musicians and artists. Uh, and me and Kevin were actually in a band together a couple of years ago. Um, we had a practice space in this building since 2009. So um, we've been able to kind of scope out the situation. We were here before you could drive down Main Street. Um, and then once they opened Main Street up shortly after, we figured out, hey, this might be the time. This might be it for us to actually, you know, we've seen the traffic the last six and seven years and nobody's walking around. 
But then out of nowhere, you know, you put traffic on Main Street and people start to walk down there and it's a brand new thing again. So we kind of had the advantage of being able to, to come in right at that moment when it was still cheap enough to afford, get a good lease going, start to put our, our pieces of the puzzle together. Um, and then you look back at it and it's like, whoa, if we didn't do that, it's like, you know, downtown's kind of hopping right now. The same spot we have in the same uh, square footage and stuff might be double the price in a couple of years. But we were able to kind of settle in here and, and be able to know the, the area, know the landlord really well. And they've just been helping us as much as we can help them. So we got, it's just all those little pieces that come together that really make sense. And if you don't do something about it, you just constantly think about it. So I think that's where we had to stop and just focus on like, Hey, we really are capable of this. Kev, you've done the bartending for years. I've done the food for years. We can really like start off like this. And we anticipated getting employees and stuff, but we just figured out that a lot of the thing is, is like you were saying, same as like being able to be really personable with the customers that come in there. You get the same thing every time and it really makes people comfortable and even more comfortable to come into, you know, you're going to Shays, you want to see a show. You know that for a half an hour, we can take care of you. You go see the show. You come back here after you get out of the show. You relax, have a drink, let the traffic go through and then you're on your way, but we still keep it like you're enhancing your night at that moment, you know? It's not just a show at Shays or at a local theater you're adding a couple extra hours of good times with it and that's what we take pride in and that's what we really enjoy doing you know yeah i mean i think that plays into the next point i was going to make you guys have become like an essential part of that district the theater district i mean even since you guys have been open there's been a couple of other smaller theaters that have opened in the area so you guys are just a, a part of that like how everything has grown there yeah it's crazy i used to work at the town ballroom too so when we got out of work it would be like two in the morning and we're like, oh, man, I wish there was somewhere other to go than Allentown. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it just everything shut down at like 10 o'clock as soon as the theaters were over. Uh, and then we started thinking like, hey, we have a guaranteed group of people that will come based off of the friends that we know that work in the, the background of the theaters. Um, and it really started pushing us in that direction of just, hey, man, if we op it's like the, the old field of, field of dreams. If you build it, they will come. And we really believed in that for a long time before we opened, thinking like, hey, worst case scenario is we're, we're younger, we could try it out. This isn't our like final goal in life if it doesn't work out. So we could always bounce back from it if something happens. But we we're really positive and really like looking forward to doing this. So I think that's what really drove us was knowing that it, it falls on us. There's nobody else to take the blame if something goes wrong or, you know, like we've had a, a ton of people walk through the door anywhere from like, celebrities and stuff too that come after shows from Shays so we get to know those guys and like you build that up and it, it goes a long long way you know so it's it's just something like again we had the little simple idea of opening the place and then it turned and transformed into something like this and we're just trying to constantly make that move of what's the right thing to do for where we want to end up and how we want to keep this going so yeah, definitely. And then said so your next your matchup now is, um, I mean, it's a heated matchup right now. Right yeah, it's now crazy. Every single it's day. fun. This is so cool during the quarantine, man. It's like yeah. you guys gave us an opportunity to look forward to something, <laughs> as opposed to not knowing what what's going on or. Speaking of quarantine, what do you, so speaking of the quarantine, what do you guys got going on right now? I know you have the beer pickup. If you want to run down that. 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, we tried it uh, like about a month ago. We started selling beers to go and we figured out that Saturdays in the middle of the day is pretty good for most people to pick up. So what we're doing is uh, Saturdays from noon to four. We have our phone number and our link on our Instagram on Matinee Buffalo. Um, but basically you call in, you look at our untapped menu online, you put a bunch of beers together. Or, you know, what's funny is a lot of people have been calling and just saying, hey, I like sour beers, put me a six pack together. Or, hey, I like IPAs, can you give me a bunch of those? Which brings back to your point of like helping curate the, uh, the perfect drink for the person. And it, it is fun for us. We can actually grab it. It's helping us move our products so that way we don't sit on this stuff for when this does uh, relieve and we can actually go back to drinking. So we still have to pay rent. And um, it's been really the number one thing that's helping us out is people being able to stack up on their beers for the week. Uh, and every little bit counts. All the money that's coming in is going right towards us paying rent. And it's going to help us get through this tough time until we can figure out what else we can do. So being able to be four years open and still make it past a bunch of humps and then get to something like this where they said online over 75% of businesses will be like really severely taken out by this. So um, we're still afloat. We're still trying to do it. We have a lot of you know, people backing us, but we also have that thought of we need to keep doing this and keep it going just based off of the vibe we have and, and how it is something that we all need in our lives, you know, so we're lucky that we can still keep doing that based off of the new laws and everything. So it's really helping us out Saturdays from 12 to four. So. Awesome. No, I appreciate it. Thank you guys for jumping on. Um, yeah, no, we appreciate it. Man. No problem. Like I said, and as I said, JJ has his matinee shirt. Yep. I have my nice. glass right here from you guys. <laughs> nice, dude. <There> nice. <laughs> so, That's awesome. Uh, we, we look forward to uh, bellying up at the bar and chatting with you guys in person, hopefully soon. But thank you so much for jumping on. Good Body luck time, in semifinals uh, against Casey's. Thanks, guys. We really so appreciate much. it. Thank you. Thanks, See you guys. guys. Yeah, Take, care, man. Take care. Tim, Lauren, JD, and I continue our one-on-one -on -one interviews with the final four in the 2020 Bar Madness. Next up, we have the darling, the underdog, the Cinderella story, Casey's Black Rock, number 13 seed, going up against the number two seed matinee in the final four. The owner, Vinny, jumped on, gracious enough to share the story, how he transformed a restaurant that's been in case that been in Black Rock for a while. He took over, transformed it into what it is now. It's a wire to wire, almost 50-50 on Facebook right now. Let's see how they uh, end up in the final four and if they're going to make it to the championship. Man, that almost that couldn't have been any more perfect of timing. So, Vincent, it is it's nice to to meet you and see you. I, I we've talked probably on social media, but uh, obviously. Uh, so, I, why don't you uh, go ahead and introduce yourself because uh, this is the first time for a lot of us uh, meeting you. What's going on? I'm Vinny. Uh, I'm the owner of Casey's Blackrock. Uh, happy to be a part of something this fun in some weird times like this. What's going on, guys? Good. So uh, I'm Tim Shagru. Um, we all of us work for Game On. Um, if everyone else wants to go around and uh, introduce themselves real quick. Yep. Brandon Sicleri. JJ Dan. Lauren. What's Dan. up, fellas? And ladies. So. <laughs> and ladies. <laughs> So, uh, Vincent, uh, do you go by Vince or Vincent? Vinny. Vinny's fine. Vinny. So, Vinny, uh, uh, do you want to give us a quick rundown of uh, Casey's Black Rock and just uh, 
how you guys got started, how long you've uh, been established for. Sure. So, uh, like Casey's has been around BlackRock for a while, for over 50 years. In fact, I bartended there the last few years they were open under the old ownership and it kind of gave us the opportunity to take over. So fast forward 18 months, we rehabbed the whole place. Um, kind of themed it out as a sports bar and arcade. You know, there's a little bit for everyone there. We have a penalty box for unruly customers. We have a scoreboard, you know, that we interact with uh, and some, uh, some arcade games in the back. So it's a fun time. So actually, you, you mentioned the, uh, the penalty box. So I, I looked through uh, and, I, you know, I had seen this article when it came out on Buffalo Rising about you guys, you know, overhauling the entire place. And you guys have done some pretty amazing things. I mean, you see the photos of it. And it's, it's pretty remarkable, but the penalty box. So whose idea was it to have it? And I also want to know what warrants being placed inside of the penalty box. (laughs) So, so this was my idea. And I actually mentioned it like to my wife, you know, when we were doing the renovation and she's like, you're crazy. Like you're crazy to put that in an actual establishment. And I was like, you know what? It's all in good fun. Um, And it's perfect for a sports bar. I've never seen it anywhere else I don't think you have or anybody else has and uh, to get invited into the penalty box for a two-minute minor just your standard infractions you know uh, you know being an annoying drinker bothering other customers badgering staff and bartenders Um, you spill a drink you know it's two minutes in the box you know we'll be happy to replenish it but after you serve your time Uh, for, I would imagine for me, if I, I leave my credit card at the bar and forget to close my tab, the next time I come back in, I, I got to go in for We're like a five minute major. Probably going to have to get your card back and put it in the box. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, I mean, I just saw and I'm like, that is such a good idea. Yeah. And how has no one else in Buffalo thought of it up until this point? Because I don't think there you is any other I'll place even, that has. Yeah, it's, it's wild because where it's located in the bar, it's, you know, it's behind our entrance. So like, people don't even really see it until they turn around and like, what is this? And it usually gets, you know, people worked up to try to get, you know, two minutes inside of there. So it's fun. It's the gift what's and the, the curse though. Yes. Yeah. What's the, what's the longest someone has been put in there? Cause obviously if you're going along the theme of it being hockey related that, you know, they could be in there for like a 10 minute major or something. Yeah. Like that. So uh, we had a guy who was a Patriots fan who, uh, who came in with a Gronk Jersey and he was hooting and hollering um, for no good reason. And I was like, dude, that's five minutes. You know, that's a major. He was like, what? Excuse me? Uh, he was a good sport about it, though. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's cool. And like you said, uh, I know in the article it mentions it becoming the next pink staircase. And it's true. I could definitely see that being something that people just love. You know, and it, it was unfortunate timing that, uh, you know, with everything that's going on, after you guys do all these major overhauls, that, uh, um, that everything has to get shut down in the way that it is. Yeah, it's but, unfortunate. Uh, you guys seem to have a very, very strong following within your neighborhood. Um, you guys are taking on uh, the people who we just got off the, the call with uh, Matt and A, but you guys have been neck and neck this whole time. And just the following that you guys have on social media and the people who are passionate about your bar is really cool. It's been fun to watch the back and forth. Like we kind of knew what we were getting ourselves into looking at their votes from last round. We were like, wow, this bar's you know, got some serious fans. And it's been fun to watch the last few days. So we'll see how it turns out. I'm hoping our people come through like they've been coming through, though. I don't see why not. I mean, I've I've been following it myself, and every time I check it, I'm like, ah, Casey's is starting to run away with this, and then I'll check it again, They're and right like, there, and then I tied I tied it again. What happened? Yep. So I woke up this morning and I was like, wow, okay, now we're behind. 
an hour ahead and I'm sure we'll be behind, you know, before I go to sleep tonight. And when, you know, when I wake up tomorrow, it could be, you know, a whole different story. Who knows? So, um, so why the arcade bar? I guess I just, I mean, it's a great idea and like everything about your guys' place. I, unfortunately, and our, our hope was, was that normally we record these podcasts we can travel to different locations was to come and visit your guys' establishment. Unfortunately, I've, yeah. I've never been to Casey's, so I'm excited for once this is all over, all of us are, that we can come and visit your guys' spot. But um, maybe if you want to go a little bit more in depth about, you know, the arcade part of it and what made you guys want to do that. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I like to, you know, just keep people busy. Uh, I think that when you're sitting, you know, at a bar staring at a TV, it can get real monotonous, you know, that it's just, it gets something, you know, for people to do, you, you know, you can grab a drink, you can watch a game, you can walk through the arcade. I mean, it keeps, the, you know, like, let the crowd moving, you know, where everyone's just not just lingering and just standing in one spot. And I feel like, uh, you know, it's easier for our staff that way too, you know, kind of spreads everyone out, you know, people doing their own thing. Um, you know, we have pinball, you know, darts, uh, like Big Buck Hunter, um, NBA Jam, NFL Blitz you know, photo booth, you know, like bubble hockey and soccer. So it just, it, there's something for everyone. And I think that was a big thing, um, like going into it, uh, you know, planning and whatnot. And for the area that you guys are in, there really isn't anything like what you guys have there. So you guys fit very well in as a piece of that neighborhood. Yeah. I feel like BlackRock really never had a true sports bar. Um, you know, you, you know, encounter your everyday like corner, uh, like tavern or uh, whatever, or even sportsmen's down the street where that's a music venue. But there's really nothing like, you know, what we know Casey's as now even close. So, you know, it kind of gives the crowd from Buff State, you know, like a place to kind of come in, you know, where, you know, Casey's was different back in the day. Like they didn't have a place like that to go, you know, that was close on Black Rock. So, you know, it's good for us. We have really good neighbors too. So that helps drawing people in. So actually, uh, Lauren, if you want to go through and uh, kind of break down uh, who they've matched up against in the, the West Buffalo division and who they've taken down along their way to the final four. Yeah, absolutely. So you've had some um, pretty good matchups here in West Buffalo division. Uh, first was Allentown Burger Venture. Moving yeah, so. Pizza pub. Uh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 you go ahead, Lauren. Well, and then we get to the fun, it's the, the Sweet 16, and you were up against Hardware, and then in the, the Elite Eight Sportsman's Tavern. So it's definitely some good, notable bars in the area. For sure. So for, I mean, some of those, uh, so the way we decided when we uh, broke down what was considered uh, West Buffalo, uh, and Lauren, correct me if I'm wrong here, we took everything that was west of Delaware and south of Hurdle Avenue, I believe is what we considered being West Buffalo for when we broke up the divisions. Right. So that, that would be why for where you guys are, you know, West Buffalo falling in with a, a bunch of Allentown matchups along the way. Yeah. You get a lot of quality bars that way too. Uh, I noticed our bracket was, uh, was, you know, some really, you know, reputable places that have been around for a while that have good followings. And I mean, we're just happy to be as far as we are now. You know, I like the, the idea of the 13 seed, you know, maybe winning this whole thing, you know, and, uh, you know, everyone, you know, the roots for the underdog. So everyone wants a Cinderella story. For sure. sure. For sure. 
we're up after it right now. So it's going to be, like I said, like tomorrow morning, you know, who knows what I'll wake up to. So I know when Lauren and I were going through and doing the rankings, I feel like maybe we underestimated uh, Casey's and their following and their, you know, what they, what they've established in uh, Buffalo. Maybe, maybe just a ball, maybe next year's tournament, you know, we'll, you know, oh, you guys? those top, you know, top four seed maybe. Oh, you guys have definitely, uh, you know, put yourselves up there with uh, some of nice. the other bars. So we'll, we'll have to rethink our seedings over For sure. um, when we do this again next year. No, we'll embrace so, the role of the underdog this year. Like we're okay with that. For sure. And Tim, I think to your point too, it's it's great to see someone like Casey's. I, same for me. I, I haven't been in yet. I can't wait to go in, but it certainly uh, put you guys, you know, front and center for me as a place to go and, and venture out and visit. That's and awesome. I'm sure a lot of people that have seen all the voting going on feel the same. Like they want to go check it out and see what you guys have going on. Yeah, when they put sure. the, uh, the tournament together, like looking at all the different bars of like, I've been to almost every single one, but there's like maybe five in there. And I'm like, Casey's, I got to go check that place out then like when they just did it up because i didn't hear but i'm like they have a following i'm now i have to get there like come nice, on like, nice. let this quarantine end now come on did you see, seriously did you see yourself um kind of doing what we're doing where hey you know i'd like to check that place out is there any places on there that this bracket that you saw going yeah i've never heard of this place maybe i'll take a look now or maybe there's uh some bars in the final four that you've never been to and you're like i guess i gotta go check these places out um i haven't been to adolph's and they have quite the following, so <laughs> they do. Um, they do. A little terrifying, um, but I have a lot of buddies that are from that area that uh, you know they love it, and um, I feel like we kind of have the same kind of like charm as them, you know, as that just neighborhood bar that you know people love to go to. So yeah, I would probably put them first on my list for sure. Visited, I mean Lloyd. Obviously, if you visit Matinee. I haven't been to Matinee yet. No, no, that's a little um, um, out of the way, but uh, I may have to visit if they take us down, you know, <laughs> um, you know, pay my respects for sure. We actually had an arrangement with, uh, with sports city that we played a few rounds ago and they were like, you know, like once this all ends, you know, the loser should stop into the winner's place, you know? So uh, we'll see those guys real soon. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So, do you guys not know each other beforehand, or you just no, like reach no. out on social and media? I had, um, I had only heard really good things about that place, like in terms of their food and their bar. So, it was cool that they kind of reached out and were like, "Hey, like, what about this wager?" And I'm like, "That's it's, it's, it's you know, it sounds like a fun idea." So, yeah, hopefully this all ends, you know, in a reasonable time frame, and uh, we'll see each other before we're all you know old and gray. Whenever uh, do us a favor, whenever that happens. If one person goes to one bar, the other one goes to the other. Let us know. I'd like to. I'd like to take a look at that. Be a part of that. And uh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. For I, sure. I'm a big. Yeah. I mean, too, so I can easily do that for you if you need me to. That's awesome. We appreciate that. You know, it's uh, it's probably one thing that we wouldn't even have thought of when we we came up with this idea of you know ranking all these bars and making up fake matchups of them actually playing basketball against each other. Is that uh, you guys would uh, you know, connect on social media as well and be like, hey, you know. Let's, let's, let's make this more interesting for the two of us. For sure. For sure. And I mean, this is just good to just have something, you know, that is kind of up my alley personally, you know, I'm a big sports fan. So to, you know, like be even in the 64 team, um, you know, bracket is just, um, it's fun, you know, and it keeps us, you know, looking for more customers even, you know, and, you know, I learned about Adolf, you know, for instance. So it just, it kind of keeps people's eyes open while they're at home and, you know, bored <laughs> out of our minds. 
Yeah, I, I don't uh, so, know. What are you guys? Uh, what are you guys doing right now? Uh, is there any? Obviously, kitchens open. Uh, any specials going on right now at Casey's during these times? We were doing takeout for a few weeks, and now we're just kind of in a holding pattern, uh, just seeing like what works best for us. I mean, we're being asked to kind of do business, you know, in a way that is unfamiliar to all of us, you know. So right now, you know, we're taking it easy. Um, uh, me and my wife have a baby on the way, so I'm enjoying that right now. Um, you know, I'm enjoying well, congratulations. Too, so Congrats. you know getting some projects done around the house. Uh, so I'm trying to stay busy, but, uh, uh, it is nice to have a little bit, uh, you know, of a break after, uh, you know, the massive overhaul that was the renovation. So I'm kind of using the time to kind of, you know, kick back with the family and really, you know, absorb what's real and what's not, you know, you had some really good, uh, media presence when you guys opened. I know, um, there's uh, a couple, I think podcasters and reporters that came to your place you had Buffalo Rising, so it was. Uh, you guys had a really good start uh, right out of the gate from when you renovated up until now. So that's awesome. Yeah, that was great for us, and uh, you know we couldn't be, you know, more flattered. Honestly, that you know, like these outlets, you know, came and uh, they wanted to know more about us, and uh, I feel like that kind of like jolted, you know, like a new like following for us for people that you know that may have not like ventured out to Black Rock before. So uh, yeah, we're very grateful for that, honestly. Uh, so you mentioned having uh, good neighbors. Were you referring to Sportsman on that? Cause I, and then you guys got matched up against one another as well, I believe in this tournament. Yeah, right? I mean, so I, um, I had gone in there like years ago, like sporadically to see bands. And uh, one of their bartenders actually came in, like one of the first nights we were open, and was just super neighborly, just, you know, a real, you know, pleasant guy to be around. So, uh, you know, we kind of forged, you know, a friendship with them. And, you know, the guys across the street at Dapper Goose, they're great. You know, um, Waxlight, you know, over on Chandler, like Thin Man. So, like, all those guys have been super supportive. So, you know, you know, we couldn't be more happy to be where we're at, you know, surrounded by some good people. <clears throat> oh, uh uh, I said I had to step away for a second, but did we go over the the backers bar yet? Oh, uh, we haven't. You haven't. Okay, so are you the Kansas City Chiefs fan? I am the yeah yeah I'm the Chiefs fan. Okay, all right. Yeah, so it's kind of a, a uh, like it's a sensitive subject because I feel like um, I'm I mean I'm a pretty big you know I'm out there I show it I don't hide it uh, you know but I'm also a Bills fan and I feel like people may you know take that out of context you know we have way bigger crowds for Bills games uh, than Chiefs games. But I feel like this was the perfect storm. You know, we got really lucky this year. And, uh, you know, like the Chiefs won it. So Is there a big Chiefs a, following in Buffalo? There's not. I've, I've been okay. searching for them for years. And I, <laughs> I have, uh, I've collected a few, like a few good ones, though, actually. But, uh, no, I, was, uh, I became a Chiefs fan when I was eight years old. Um, my father was a big Joe Montana fan. Uh, he had just been traded to the Chiefs. You know, I said, who does he play for? And he's like, he plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. And I'm like, that's who I'll root for. And uh, 30 seasons later, um, it finally paid off, which was nice. So being the backers bar, have you – do you know of any other backers bar in Buffalo? Because I know when I travel, I, the first thing I do is look for a Bills backer bar. I don't know of sure. any backers bar in Buffalo outside of Bills. There is not one. We are, we are the only one. Probably because the fan base is so rabid, they won't have it. <laughs> we have people come in the bar and they're like you know what's all this cheap stuff and i'm like ah, just you know just l let me have the next few months you know 
Uh, and actually, during the renovation or uh, like during like the like the quarantine, I've actually like taken some time to uh, infiltrate some more bill stuff in there to kind of um, um, even things out because I feel like you know we got our perfect storm. We got the Super Bowl. I don't see that happening anytime soon. You know, again, it's you know it's hard enough to win one, so I wouldn't mind the Bills winning one. That'd be good for business, right? Oh yeah, it'd be great. So, did you have to put yourself in the penalty box at all for being a Chiefs fan and being uh, the Chiefs backers? <laughs> People have put me in the penalty box for other infractions that uh, we won't get into. But uh, being a Chiefs fan is not one of them. Although we did have a Chiefs Santa Claus in there during the playoff run. That uh, that was a fun time. That was a good photo op for a lot of people. <laughs> uh, so the other thing is the scoreboard that you have behind you. Is there any history to it or where did you guys find that? Because that's like a legit like scoreboard that you'd see in a high school gym. So that's where it's from. I actually uh, I won that on auction. Um, from some like vocational school in like Rochester and I convinced the electrician who was helping me with like some of the renovation I was like dude you know drive this box truck let's go to this school and you know he's like you want me to do what I'm like he's like for a scoreboard I'm like yeah and uh we made the pilgrimage and uh yeah like I always I mean like that with the penalty box were always two things that were like non-negotiable to me I was like I have to have these two items in the bar you know like that's I mean like when I picture a sports bar I just picture you know everything that comes with it. And you don't really walk into many places that have a scoreboard, you know, that, uh, that sounds off at any given, uh, the time. So is that I mean like layered up then and good to go, like for whatever you want to put up there for it's, we fully customize it. Uh, like the score we were using actually like the, like the buzzer, like during the bill season, like the bills run at the end there, we were getting everyone like worked up, just, you know, jamming the buzzer and it's, it's, it's pretty loud. So, uh, we have fun with it. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, I had a question, and now I completely forgot about it. Um, man, this is this is terrible. I know. Thanks, Brandon. No, no, this is classic Tim. Don't worry. Oh, sorry. So I was going to say, uh, but you know, those those two ideas that you have, both the the penalty box and the scoreboard. You know, like when you say like, oh, these are the two things I have to have that's what makes bars that people go to when they come to visit cities. Like it's just unique things that drive people yeah. to like, Hey, go to Casey's. They have this, a penalty box for people who screw up at the bar that they get put in. Like <laughs> people love that stuff, especially in like a hockey town. Like I just think it's super cool. And it's, I'm glad you pushed to have it included in your bar. Yeah. Yeah. Like my wife was pretty, pretty dead set on it not happening. And then she saw it and she was <laughs> like, Oh, this is genius. She's like, this is actually a really good idea. Um, I'm actually building for the house so she can put me in it during the quarantine. <laughs> uh, so before I forget to do this as well, um, you guys can follow Casey's uh, BlackRock on Facebook and Instagram at Casey's BlackRock. Their website, www.caseysblackrock.com. You guys have built quite the social media following as well. And, you know, I, our account Game On follows you and, a lot of stuff that you guys have been throwing up there through all of this has been pretty cool to see. And just like you said, trying to stay this the hard times for a lot of people in the restaurant industry. For sure, man. We appreciate you guys too, man. Like keeping everyone busy doing this thing. It's, uh, you know, it's a fun time for real. Yeah. It wasn't something that was planned to kind of help people, you know, give something for them to look forward to through quarantine, but it has been cool to see that it's, it's been that for a lot of uh, establishments who have been along for this ride. For sure. Like I said, a curiosity, like how many times do you think the lead change has changed back and forth? Like since we started doing this, 
Probably, probably a oh, handful but, of times at least. Oh, it's nuts. Uh, and look, I was just oh, like, for you. <laughs> we're, uh, it's 51, it's 5149 right now. Us or them? You. Okay, that's good. And this is in the, how close this matchup is. This is the farthest away you've been in a long time. Usually it's like 49 point whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. Like it was, it was 50.1 to 49.9 uh, <laughs> when I checked like an hour ago. And I was just like, you know, it's comical. But like, I kind of like that though. I mean, you know, it keeps people, you know, keeps people voting hopefully. Oh, yeah. No, but as I said, uh, thank you so much for jumping on. And I look forward. I know you're going to have a huge, huge game on contingent when this is all said and done and we can start going to bars because I know it's one of the first bars that I'm going to uh, head out to because I, I definitely want to check it out. And I appreciate it. Awesome. Everything. I appreciate it, guys. Thank yeah. you so much, man, really. Yeah, no problem. Keep it up. And uh, I look forward to seeing you when this is all over. All right, man. Likewise. Take care, guys. Thank you. Thanks for jumping on. And thanks, Vincent. No, it was cool. I was glad we were able to get Vince on, man. He seems like a fun guy. And, like, I, I'm not even – like, it's – so when I went to a bar in Atlanta, um, it was, like, Sister Louisa's uh, – like, it was basically, like, a church-themed bar where they had, like, all the gowns that all the altar boys wore and stuff, and they had, like, a confession box. Like, unique things that you think of for bars like that make them a destination. And I, I just think the few of the things that Casey's did with their their place makes it one of those things. Yeah, it's like whenever you go to like a town for like like whenever you do like a an away Bills game, you always want to check out like a bar or two there, a couple of things that they have going on, just see like that has cool things. And like when we went to New Orleans, we had to go to the bar that um, has the barber chair for for Brandon. For example, so it's like you go to these places and you you focus in on checking out the cool things and like Casey's has a working scoreboard and a penalty box for unruly customers and that's just amazing. Definitely will get people going there, which is really cool. I just feel like I'd spend a lot of time in that penalty box for one reason or another. <laughs> yeah. So well, you'd like start in the penalty box when you got there and you'd end in the penalty box before you left. <laughs> yep. Yep. I just like the idea. I feel like if we were there, we would send each other to the penalty box. You'd be like, nope, penalty box, two minutes. So my, my brother has, uh, he has a manhole that's like in his front yard that anytime you do something dumb that you have to go and stand on it for a specific amount of time. It just seems like it's uh, the same thing that you'd have for, uh, for the penalty box. It's like go in the corner. <laughs> Stand in the corner. And I think it's think about what you did. I also think it's uh um, I also think it's awesome that they reached out to Sports City, two people like that didn't know each other, just to have a side bet. Yeah. Um, I hope there's other bars that did the same thing, especially like even Mike going through and talking about, oh, you know, we're friends with uh, this group of people and we're friends with you know this bar and we we visit them all the time. That they they maybe had some side bets and stuff as well. Yeah, maybe have like uh, Adolph's wings versus like uh, a craft brew from uh, Old First Ward when they played uh, uh, Gene McCarthy's when they played each other, like something like that. That would have been that's that's just fun stuff to think of. Kind of like how cities do it for playoffs. Yeah, I mean, like Brandon said, yeah, where they send them like a, a thing of wings or something like that, or they'll change their name for a day or something. Yeah, because I remember. So when... unfortunately, Casey's is the only one that I haven't. 
Oh, go ahead, JJ. Sorry, I'm, I'm a little bit delayed for some reason. Yeah, you got a little bit delay going on right now. Um, but all I was saying is that, like, I remember when the Sabres were playing these stars for the Stanley Cup, there is a city of Buffalo, Texas, that renamed itself uh, Lone, uh, Lone Star, Texas, for the duration of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Like, I like st- fun stuff like that, that competition um, breeds, just fun little things like that. So I'm sure – oh, go ahead, Lauren. I was going to say it's just um, you guys were both made some points about the like the bar madness being a lot of fun and then not going to some of these places. Like I was saying, there's bars that I've realized that I haven't gone to. Uh, I think it's, it's going to be great to do podcasts at these locations in the future and to be able to post on our social media to all of our followers that we're heading out there to do it, to come and join us. And I think, you know, it'll be a fun thing for a lot of people who have watched the tournament unfold and especially a time where they're not allowed to go out, you know, they're not supposed to because of uh, quarantine. It'll be, it'll be a fun thing to see who, who's able to come out and hang out with us and talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. From all like the different, you know, people, cause it's people that didn't even know that they were going to be included in this and to, to begin with. So it's cool to see all the places that have jumped on board with it and it'll be nice to meet some of the owners or people who run social media accounts for some of these establishments. And just if, like uh, Rex and Kev with Matinee, just getting that conversation going with some of these people and just, you know, mm-hmm. getting to know these people be, is cool too, you know? So. Yeah. Who would have thunk Lauren when we went through and ranked all of these, that the number 13 seed Casey's would be striving for uh, a chance to take on Adolph's most likely. Yuri's jumping on. So I think when we tell them that they're, behind as much as they are he even said he even said he said it would be fun to see a 13 seed take the whole the whole tournament so take the cake i think it'd be cool for us to have some statistics maybe we can get kroll to help us out with this of biggest margin of victory uh, most votes in one one game high score lowest score can run through that we have the spreadsheet right that um all the Twitter and the Facebook votes were added to. We could just kind of go by that and try to get some stats. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, everyone froze on me for a second. So. Well, Tim, you've been sharing with us too. We've been talking about it on the sides about the um, amount of people who have been involved with this matchup between the West Division and the Downtown Division with Casey's and with matinee and it's it's really cool to see how many people are interacting yeah i sent i sent the stat do you have it in front of you the stats for that particular matchup yeah i mean this was just a couple of hours ago this like, earlier today that you would share that and you know as we were talking about it we know that that's that's even changing every every hour um we had earlier today i mean 573 for Casey's, 558 for Matinee. And then we've got like over 12,000 people reached. So it's a lot of engagement. I think the thing that blew my mind. Sorry, Lauren, go ahead. No, it just says like 2.4 thousand engagement. I think the reactions is the thing that blew my mind. 452 people liking, laughing, uh, Harding the the post is and that's based off of people sharing that post and everyone's just the reach for it is it's been pretty remarkable so 
I yeah, look forward to doing this again next year. I think we can really build it up even more than we have this year. Yeah, like there's other ideas we can throw into it as well, making it bigger, um, having play-in tournaments and stuff like that too. Like that would be cool. I mean, my grandiose idea of having uh, the the conference tournaments and going through and literally ranking, you know, for like Big Ditch having the brewery division where we take all of the, the breweries and their bars and pit them against one another. And maybe not for Facebook poll voting, but we do it ourselves and we go through and pick and choose and break down. And when people say, well, how did you arrive at this? You can point to and say, well, here's the conference tournament and this is how, you know, Big Ditch or maybe next year it's Resurgence makes it into the tournament. So I think it'll be, it's something that we can have a lot of fun with year to year. Yeah, for sure. And then we could do like the, the Dingus uh, conference, you know, with all the uh, Dingus Day bars that like just just expanding it, even going into a little bit of the suburbs area, but not too far. Um, yeah. And just grabbing a couple of those as well, like like the, uh, the Tonawanda winner or like something like, I don't know, just going even further out and just trying to get, include all these other bars because there's... We have a lot of bars around here. <laughs> we have tons. Yeah. It is going to come down to the wire. Remember, we have... Twitter ending today, Facebook ending tomorrow, and those tallies for each will be combined to give the winner to see who's going to move on to the championship against Casey's and Matinee. So be sure to go on to Facebook and Twitter and vote on both of those social media platforms. Thank you so much to Vinny for letting us know how we got started and the interesting facts that went into starting Casey's BlackRock and what it is today. Be sure to follow us at, at Game on Buffalo, Facebook, and Twitter across all social media platforms. And good luck to everyone in the Final Four. We look forward to seeing who is facing up in the championship of Barb Madness 2020.